0: Is that song? Uh,
1: intermission. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, I knew exactly. Like, I knew what it was, but I couldn't remember what the word was. And all yeah. I could think of was tequila, but it's not that song.
0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hey Brew episode. Who knows, Ian? Seventeen. Huh. You know, apparently. Yeah. Uh, my name is Elliot, and I'm Mike. Hey Brew is the podcast about beer and storytelling the podcast no one else does this it's the definitive article yes uh, each week one of us brings the beer and tells the story sometimes there's more than one beer sometimes there is the link yes <laughs> we've already done our names because i've messed up the yeah. intro but That's okay mike how's it going uh it's good good yeah <laughs> normal <laughs> yeah, this intro's thrown me off yeah That's it's just, just a going. nightmare it's because it's upside down yes um, <laughs> that, that doesn't make sense <laughs> God's sake! Anyway, okay, <clears throat> on track immediately. Yes. Okay, Mike, I've not got any beer news this week, as if I went to bms yesterday and had a couple of nice ones, and I finally got an untapped account. But mm. you do have some beer. I do. I
1: spent uh, six hours yesterday at moondog World in Preston at their, I think it's inaugural. I don't think they've done it before. Uh, event event yes. called Mate Fest. I think it's an inaugural. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've. Yeah, like we, I think you've, have you been to Mundo, Mundo World yet? Not yet. Okay. So I'd it's been. It's very, very
0: far away from civilization, which I call my house. <laughs> yes.
1: Um. Yeah, like I'd been there when they had sort of their big space open with the lagoon inside and all the mm. nonsense that they've got there. But the sort of back half of the warehouse wasn't open yet because they were still getting in a lot of their brewery equipment. Yeah. But that's where they had the uh, the festival set up, was sort of in that back half. So they fenced it off from the, the main bar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they had all sorts of breweries a lot of them being international um some from places like vietnam and hong kong which oh, yeah? i'd never seen breweries from that part of the world before so it was really good chance to try a bunch of just uh there was some like out there beers but also just like different uh breweries different styles yeah of for real. what different versions of styles i'm familiar with mm-hmm. um yeah yeah it was, it was it was a good old time i think it was like i don't know tickets were 40 bucks for like the standard ticket mm-hmm. and that got you 10 tasters um and they gave you like a little um like a little glass. glass no it was just like a glass like yeah. it, it wasn't one to take home but mm. the pours they were doing for, for those tasters were like you and i've been to gabs they're basically tiny little shot glasses yeah right no this was like 100 mil pours oh, that's all right isn't it? yeah so by the end of 10 of those you know you're well on your way when some of them are like eight to twelve percent they
0: did have an 18% beer, which I went to try right at the end, uh, but they'd sold out of by then. I love that when you get to these sort of things, it's like an 18% beer, and it's not one of those things where people are like, hmm, better not. They're like, yeah. fuck yeah, I'm trying that. Yeah, but my uh, my untapped account yesterday
1: got a lot of activity. It got a
0: spanking, didn't it? I saw yeah,
1: it. And, and I was looking at it going like, oh, these check-ins don't have a lot of time between them. I, wonder if I also looking, noticed. Yeah, that. someone's looking at them going, man, you are, you better be at a festival actually sometimes untapped will do that it'll give you like badges if you've done a bunch of different beers on one mm-hmm. day and it, the language is usually like we hope you're at a festival because if not <laughs> this is
0: fucking dangerous um while you i think you're looking for something and i was going to ask what your mm. favorite beer and what your weirdest beer was um you reminded me that jordan tinker uh, a guy i go to crossfit with and mm. potentially friend of the show who knows mm. um sent me a picture yesterday of this that he found um, which is a 135 mil can of Asahi. That is Just, like a child's beer. It's adorable. Yes. And he's also his his caption was, "What's the point?" <laughs> he says, <said, laughs> "A mouthful." He said, "Unless you're playing Centurion, I'm not sure why this exists." Yeah. And then we were saying maybe it's for like reverse boiler makers, and he says, "Ah, the maker boiler, where you have a glass of whiskey and drop a beer into it." <laughs> um, Yeah,
1: so I guess uh, some of the highlights for me from yesterday, there was uh, Duncan's Brewing out of New Zealand. So I had some Duncan's yesterday myself. Yeah. Uh, I had the Lime Ripple. Okay, so they had a Raspberry Ripple there, which I didn't try, but the one I did try, because all these breweries basically had like two beers each there. Yep. Um, So the one I did try was, uh, they just had it labeled as Tropicana, but on Untapped it's listed as Tropicana Party. So I saw that and my hope was, oh, it's like uh, for... Um, I don't know if just juice is a thing here, but I was hoping it was like tropical flavor, just juice that I've known from my childhood. Mm. And I was very delighted to find out that it tasted very much like that. Fantastic. It was that kind of like tropical juice kind of, uh, IPA. Was that mm. your beer highlight part. of the day? Uh, that was one of them. The other one was uh, two others actually. So the other one was the turbo fuzz from garage project, which, ah, which you mentioned had to me. basically come out the day before. Oh, shit. Um, Or very, very recently. Um, And it's a triple uh, New England IPA. It was about 10%, but it was very, uh, very strong flavor, very fruity, very, very good. I'm into that. Um, And the other one um, was from Lurvig, who I think are Swedish. I'm just trying to quickly... Yeah, oh, sorry, Norwegian. Um, But it was a cheesecake stout, and that was Mm. about 12%, but it was very sweet. Yeah. that that kind of like perfect sweet
0: stout where it's not super boozy, but it's yeah. got that really like rich full body. Ah, that sounds great. It was yeah delightful. I happened to see that yesterday because um, friend of the pod TJ who went with friend of the pod mm. and yes. apparently friend of you but not me anymore. Okay. <laughs> well. No, nah, I was invited. I just didn't go. Um, yeah. um, went with you and he used Facebook Stories yes for the first and last time. We I've ever seen him do that. We
1: were in the car on the way there and he was, he was, he was like quite excited for the event. Uh, and then he said, I might, I might do an Instagram story, which I never do. And he was like talking about it before we even got there. He was very excited.
0: Excellent. That's yeah. a nice level of enthusiasm. I'm yeah. really into it.
1: Um, but yeah, they, it was, it was a good, like for the most part, sunny day, they had the the roof open. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, a. Um I, I didn't see any kind of like naming for who was doing the food but they had like this this group there with a big barbecue smoker and I got like this Sick. smoked chicken roll that was delicious. Oh. Um TJ and I basically like went to go and perch up on half of a barrel that was out the back just looking for somewhere to put our drinks down while we ate. Ended up meeting this couple, uh shout out to Richard and Danya, Um and then just basically like hung out with them for the entire show just like talking about beer and and all sorts of other stuff. Um So it was, it was, it was a really good vibe to the whole event. Like everyone was just having a good time, just kind of hanging out. It wasn't like, you know, things like gabs where it's like everyone's just trying to find their spot and just hang out by themselves. It was like a lot of people just moving around. Oh, and nice. They had a mechanical bull there, and that was really funny to watch people fall off that thing.
0: And that's why it's called the Mate Fest. Yes. Because you
1: get new yeah. mates. Yeah. The thing, the thing I found interesting though was like obviously we went on the Saturday, so it was quite busy, but. It was a two-day festival, but the other day was the Friday, and I don't know, people have jobs, and it was like 12 p.m. till 6 p.m. So, oh. Yeah, both days. It was 12 till 6. I was about to leave the unemployed mate fest, and I'm like, meh.
0: I mean, you and TJ could have got on the Friday then. I mean, we could have, but we, we went on Saturday instead. Um, Dogged himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah no, Sounds it wicked, man. It was a real good time. Like, I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty jealous. Normally, you know I'd be all over that kind of yes. thing for context just you know just trying to just trying to spot some cash at the mm. moment trying to save some cash so i decided not to go yes but um that does sound amazing and yeah i'm hoping it's on next year because i'll be uh, yeah
1: I, I would imagine it, be it will it. be because it was it was yeah it seemed to be going really well for yeah. them.
0: awesome yeah cool all right well um strange things sort of happen as we were sort of getting ready you were just finishing up a game of pokemon the new pokemon yes i was um and there was a character on that a, a character yes uh, there was a Pokemon on that um yes. that looked like a football player yes which is great where are you going with this <laughs> i have no idea would you like to have a look at your beer mike
1: uh yes this can in front of me
0: the beer i provided today oh it's hot nations and ballistic brewings okay <laughs> mango Milkshake Session IPA. Yes. The Madden Curse. Madden's Curse, possessive s.
1: Oh. On that. Okay.
0: <clears throat> a rich and creamy hoppy IPA with the addition of mango, brewed yes. in collaboration with Hop Nation. This beer is inspired by NFL Wildman Antonio Brown. Oh my God! And is a fine addition to the world's session IPAs. Oh, no, I, get, I get. Never heard of Madden's Curse? Google it. Is I, AB cursed? Yep. We don't know. But you'd be better. You'd be cursing if you don't try this beer. I know Let's about that. Let's not talk any s- further about yeah. that. Let's drink some beer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez, it's a hazy one. Hmm. Yeah, she comes. Don't know why I'm just filling in this bit with noise. No, rather I like it. Just pouring. I like it. It's adding the uh, description of the visual element of pouring. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid is falling into the glass.
1: Yes. Hmm. I find it interesting that they call it a session IPA, and yet it's 5%. Usually they sit a bit lower, don't they? Fucking big sesh, isn't
0: it? Well, yes. <laughs> Live for the
1: sesh. Could
0: be. <laughs> um, it's been a week of big seshes. I'm actually quite glad that Friday and Saturday have been quite low-key. Mm. Um, maybe we'll get on it tonight. We'll just get blasted tonight. Let's do it. Well, um,
1: you have a job. I don't. You know. Car <laughs> yeah.
0: It looks like mango juice. It really does. Mm. I it smells a bit like mango juice. Well, this mango flavor IPA probably mm. has a reason for that. All right, let's have a little uh, taste, shall we? Mm-hmm. It's good. I'm not already getting the milkshake element, but I'm yeah, I was, the mango and I the IPA. I was IPA, just I thinking that, like having had
1: like the Three Ravens milkshake IPAs in particular. And
0: I, the Moondog ones.
1: Yeah, I, I tend to think of those because they do have, I guess it's from the lactose, like that kind mm. of creamier
0: yeah. thing that Vanillery actually makes here. you think yeah. of a
1: milkshake. This almost has like, yeah, The mango taste, but it, it's almost like there's a bitterness to it. Mm. You ever like left fruit juice too long and it kind of gets that little sharp edge on it? Yes, it reminds me a little bit of that, mm.
0: but a little boozy. Yes, I can taste the booziness in that, only five percent. I can, I'm getting that a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like I'm I'm um, I enjoy it, mm. but it's not quite what I was expecting it's, based on the name.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say it's as representative as I would have expected the name mm. to be. It's definitely good, I'm definitely enjoying it. Yeah, and what am I tasting? Hmm. i mean the mango flavor is definitely there it's also not overpowering which is cool because Mm. i feel like more and more we're getting beers that are just tasting like fruit and look recently i've been well into that digging it yeah but it is nice sometimes to have like the more subtle flavor
1: yeah that's true Um, um but yeah i think just because the mango isn't like right at the front of what you're tasting, and the milkshake isn't quite there. It does kind of remind me of that, like almost expired fruit juice. That bitterness sort of uh, being in there. I guess that's just the IPA coming through more than anything else. Yeah, as I reckon. Well.
0: Yeah, it's a good good uh, hop element from the bit, the bitterness in yes, the hop. Sorry. Yes, um, yeah, it's just tasty. It's quite um, it's quite like refreshing. Mm, um, session
1: IPA. Could you drink multiple? I think I, I think I could, mm-hmm. I think if I was looking for a session IPA, this probably wouldn't be the first thing I'd, I'd reach for. I think, nah. um, once again, for
0: me, found us all day IPA, the ultimate session IPA, yeah, might or, be.
1: or something that is, I can Buy someone all the way home. yeah, I, th- I think like if I'm looking for something that I intend to drink, you know, more than one or two of mm-hmm. in a single session, like I'd probably just look for something a bit closer to just an IPA, you know, yeah. some, something that's, you know, kind of lighter, a little bit less complex in terms of the flavors because this this has a few things going on.
0: Yeah. Well, look, if it was a hot day and you had like oh, yeah. I don't know, like a sixer of some like pilsner or something, and then like two or three of these. Yeah. I would not have an issue spacing these out through no. the pilsner. It's quite no. quite tasty. You know, yeah. it's not. You know, it's not um, it's not blowing my head off. No. But it's still pretty good, yeah. and it's flavoursome, mm. and um. Yeah, I think I think I could drink a pint of that quite happily as well. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah good stuff. Mm. I, I like Ballistic as well. I like... So, Top Nation, I've yeah. said before, my yeah. favorite brewery in Melbourne, and we um, still haven't been there for fuck. Anyway. Yeah. Um, ballistic, I don't, I don't know if I've had... I've had a few other things. things. I've had Dry Hop Sour called the Twang, which they do, which is really okay. interesting. Um, and yeah, oaked, not, an oaked IPA as well, which is really good. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just not ringing any bells for, for me. You get it a lot in Queensland. Yeah, well, because it makes sense. That's where they're from.
0: Yeah. Um, I walked past... The, uh drove past the new brewery yesterday on the way down to get some... Yeast for one of our beers mm-hmm. For our beer, sorry um, Which I flicked over to you two guys I think it was called Two Rupees Brew Yeah room. I'd never seen it before No um, I'm going to have to go down there And have another look When I've got a bit mm. more time But yeah, very interesting Okay I think, um, Down near Springvale Way Right, okay, so, yeah um, Also next to Keg King Where we buy our brew supplies from I found out on the map There's a place called G-Spot Cleaning
1: That, well, well is, <laughs> I
0: suppose you've got to get it clean somewhere Yes <laughs>
1: uh, hopefully not yes. high
0: pressure well all right so today based on the back of the name Madden's mm. curse we're gonna be talking about the madden curse yes yeah i think this beer really i was like wow that's a really great idea and then it's like a bit on the nose but hell yeah it's good um, the fact that they just name checked Antonio Brown to me
1: is really funny. Yeah. So that's going to come up.
0: Um, good. So just a quick primer on John Madden. Um, he's a famous commentator and uh former head coach of the Oakland Raiders. He was actually a high school football star in the fifties, suffered a knee injury, um, before sort of his college career kicked off. He played both offense and defense at Cal Poly. Hmm. Um, He was drafted in the 21st round by the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in 1958.
1: The Atlanta Falcons.
0: Um, The Atlanta Falcons are in this a few times, and every time (laughs) it happens, I am going to do that. (laughs) Um, But uh, in his first training camp before his first season in professional football, he he injured his knee, his, his other knee, Right. Um, and effectively ended his career. Yeah. And excuse me, ended his career prior to him getting a chance to play.
1: And we are talking about American football. I just can't remember if we've mentioned that. Oh yeah, now.
0: sorry. This is gridiron, <laughs> NFL, American football. Depends what you want to call it. Yes, yes. Um, so Madden has lent his voice and personality to the Madden NFL series of football video games, mm. which have been published by EA and they've been running since 1988. Yeah, um,
1: that's, that's quite a lot of those.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got quite a few of those now and, um, just to give him a bit of a name check as well, Madden is also, uh, he was the head coach when the Oakland Raiders won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Eleven. Yeah, so right. successful. He was also a linebacker coach the previous year, I think. Um, and, um, he is also a 16 time Emmy award winner. For what? I presume <laughs> Monday night football and stuff. Wait, you, you can get Emmy awards for like sports shows? It's all ten, it's Emmy's entertainment, all entertainment, I believe. Well, I thought, I thought Emmy... you get like Emmy award-winning news readers. Really, I believe so. Okay. I'm, do yeah, do like, we want to pause and double check? No, I just like I like
1: I can believe it. I just didn't think that was the case. Yeah, because it'll be because like, I thought it was all for like dramatic or comedic TV shows, like kind of no, I, th- other I think stuff like that.
0: I think there's written and factual and right. Emmy sort of thing. Okay, well, well there are a lot can, of different Emmys because they're, like daytime Emmys yeah, as well.
1: Congratulations to him then,
0: sixteen times over. Yeah. Um... So, prior to 1998, every installment of the Madden NFL franchise um, premier, uh, primarily featured a picture of John Madden on the cover. Mm. Um, Just like in a suit? Yes, holding a football. Great. He is not what I would describe as eye candy either. Or an athletic looking man. No. <laughs> so it's quite funny, really. Um, but in 1998, Electronic Arts um, selected, decided to change it up and have a player appear. Mm on the um, cover yeah, and the pal which is
1: now a pretty standard thing for most sports games pretty much all of them yeah. one two, maybe even three different athletes on the on the cover of the game
0: yeah absolutely right um so basically ever since then um the league's top players have basically been on every cover mm. um despite actually madden's opposition Really? Yeah, he was not He was not in favour of it. He just wanted himself because it's his name, I guess. It is, yeah. It's not Antonio Brown's NFL 2012. <laughs> that, that'd be a much wilder sport. It would be much wilder. Um, so many players who have appeared on the cover have experienced a mysterious decline in play, mm. often due to injury, um, sometimes costing them uh, their seasons, crucial games, mm-hmm. and sometimes even costing them their careers. Yeah. This is the Madden Curse. Yes, I
1: now now that because uh, like I looked at the beer and it says Madden's Curse. I was like, well, what's wrong with John Madden? But then you said <laughs> the Madden Curse. And I was like, oh, I know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's it's if you appear on the front cover, you are destined for doom.
1: Yeah, and I think it also applies to other sports video games as well. I, well, think it, I think I think I think there's some occurrences of it across other sport games. See, but it seems to be prevalent in Madden. Yeah, games. yeah, yeah. But, and I, but I, would also, I wonder if it, I wonder if it's still called the Madden curse when it's for a different the video. FIFA curse. Yeah, well, that's that's Being a, very, a FIFA. It's a very different problem.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, I was considering doing this whole thing on sports curses because there's mm. some amazing sports superstitions oh, yeah, and that, curses but That is there. a a big book. It's a big episode, yeah. and also like the Madden one's pretty lengthy. Yes. All right. So. Player reactions to The Curse have been fairly mixed. Um, Sean Alexander, who was the Madden 07 cover, Mm -hmm. uh, was quoted as saying, do you want to be hurt and on the cover, or do you want to just be hurt? Right. Which actually does sound like he was threatening the man interviewing him a little bit. Yeah. But I don't think that was the intention. Yeah. Peyton Hills, who had Madden 12 cover, mm-hmm. uh, attributed his crap season the next year to the curse. Okay. He actually said, This is the reason. Yeah, um, There would definitely have been people that have said, No, there's no such thing, but I decided not to quote them because that's less exciting for the podcast, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, since 2011, or rather, uh, NFL 11, so that's 2010, mm. uh, EA has allowed players, um, excuse me, has allowed players of the game. Mm -hmm. To vote on who they want on the cover Yeah, Um, yeah, I remember hearing about that Yeah, and many, many people uh, Will vote against Their team players Mm. Because they want to avoid the curse Yep. So it becomes like weaponized Yeah, it's pretty interesting It's become so prominent now that bookmakers Actually create odds on how likely People who appear on the cover are to be injured In the Um, following year
1: Of course, like of course that's a thing
0: Yeah (laughs) Mate, we're going to get into it now just you wait because it's actually kind of fucking mental
1: okay please continue
0: alright we're going to start with now I'm giving years that's the year of the game so it's for example right Yeah. if I say 1999 that is the they had a really great season in 1998 yep they were put on the cover in the, in the summer of 1998 and the 1999 excuse me the season ending in 1999, the beginning of 1999, yeah, that would be the that that was related to. Yeah, so 1999, Garrison Hurst, running back. Mm-hmm. He was the first ever Madden cover, and it was the first one not featuring John Madden mm-hmm. because I believe that, um, that for a while they considered having them both on there, oh, which really? is chalk and cheese a little bit. Yeah. Um. So Hurst uh, was. Probably one of the um, standout stars of the 49ers in the late 90s. That's my team. Mm -hmm. Um, He had a total combined yards of 2,100 yards the previous season, which is a massive season. It's it's a huge season. Nine touchdowns and led the 49ers to the divisional playoffs. Mm -hmm. In the divisional playoff game, Hurst broke his uh, ankle on the very first play of the game. Wow. And that's after he was put on the cover. Yeah. yeah. So he, he was on the cover, had this monstrous season. Yeah. The Niners went to the playoffs. Um, this is the divisional playoffs, is considered basically the, to put it in perspective, it's the quarterfinal. Right. Divisional playoff goes into the, uh, the championship, divisional championship, and then divisional championship goes into the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so in the quarterfinal, first play of the game is literally like the whistle goes. The oh, ball like on is the, on snapped. The kickoff or um, the first play after that. The, f- uh, the first play will be the first offensive yeah, yeah. drive. Yeah. Um. So the kickoff whistle goes. The ball is snapped. Uh. He breaks his ankle, and the Niners lose in absolute agony by two points. Oh man! Including a last minute interception, which is like uh, yeah. a ball breaker because it was yeah. we were we were at the point where it was that we could have won. We could have just put it over the line. And then the last-minute interception cost us the game. Mm -hmm. Two-point loss to the Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) Good. So that's 1999. Yep. That's the first one. Mm -hmm. 2000. Yeah. Didn't take a break. Barry Sanders and Dorsey Levens, both running back. So Barry Sanders is... So they were
1: both on the cover.
0: So, interestingly, Barry Sanders is considered to be... Probably one of the best running backs to have ever played the game. I've heard that name. Like, and I don't really
1: follow NFL that closely.
0: No. Um, he is genuinely the reason that I got interested in the NFL. My friend was showing me some videos and I was like, this game is fascinating. I've got mm. to get into this. Um, he played his entire um, career at the Detroit Lions. Okay. He got drafted by the Lions and the Lions at the time were just not a competitive team. Mm. They were just never going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And still never will. <laughs> um but uh, the Lions, he played there the entire time. Um, he still holds seven NFL records to this day. Wow. That's 19 years later. The sport has progressed quite a and bit. Their
1: records for like most something within a season. That um, kind of stuff.
0: Uh, yeah. So he had, he, he, I think he is the current joint holder with a guy called Walter Payton um, for the most... 15,000 yard combined seasons. Right. Um, I have to double check that statistic, but yeah, yeah he, he but still has sort a of records. Stuff, yeah. And he still smashed a low when he was at the Lions. And like I say, the Lions were not a competitive team. And he mm. was just like, watching him is like watching people try to like, catch a, a grease smell in a swimming I mean, pool. one way to
1: stand out is always be a good player in a shit team.
0: Yeah. But he was like the best player yeah, doing, in, doing in things that team. he
1: shouldn't have been able to do with that team.
0: Oh, he was monstrous. Um, he received the cover in 2000 mm-hmm. and, um, <clears throat> retired from the sport permanently immediately afterwards. Really? Yes. I I think I read that it was the next day.
1: Was he still like performing well? Yeah, he was he amazing. Just, he just this got put on the cover thing. and went,
0: nope. He, he retired at like pretty much the peak of his career. Wow. And this is some of the arguments that people say like he never got a chance to capitulate. So he's always remembered as being amazing. Yeah. But he did play like eight seasons or something crazy. Yeah, right. Um, And they were all incredible. So, like, he retired at the peak because apparently it was basically the case of, like, I am kind of destined for greatness and Mm. I'm never going to see that here. um, So I'm just going to retire.
1: I mean, it's always good to quit while you're winning.
0: Yeah, he quit while he was the best. Yeah. It was insane. So they scrabbled and they kind of shit themselves. And um, Sanders was on the European cover, I believe. Okay. Um, and they quickly brought in Dorsey Levens, who is the Packers running back um, as a replacement. Right. Oh, excuse me. Um, um, Sanders was on the a, the American cover and the alternative cover and the European version of the game had Dorsey on there. Right. Um, Green Bay, who he played for, had made the playoffs in the last two years. Um, they were pretty much a strong team mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, They failed this year and Levens himself suffered a knee injury um, after which point his career just never recovered. Wow. He basically just went from being the top running back, one of the top running backs in the league in a playoff team to Uh a team that missed the playoffs, knee injury and then just...
1: Yeah. So this is what, the first two cover athletes this has happened to? Uh,
0: Well, the first three cover athletes in two years because uh, two of them, their careers fell apart and the other one, one of them just disappeared. I I feel like Sanders quitting doesn't quite count. Mm. It's true. Because he's taken a level of agency in that situation. Absolutely. <laughs> but obviously, you know, being on the cover is strange. It has, it, it did end it his career. His careers. In way, yes. Yeah. So the next year, Eddie George, running back. Okay. Eddie George, another great running back. So a lot of running backs and quarterbacks get onto it. Because well, I was going to say,
1: like, they're often getting hit. Mm. There's a potential there for them to get injured anyway.
0: So, So I'm going to talk a little bit about... That sort of stuff at okay. the end, if that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, Eddie George was another great running back. Uh, he'd taken the Titans to a Super Bowl and the playoffs back to back. Right. Um, they, he got the cover. Mm-hmm. He had another great year, and they entered the playoffs as the basically the the firm favourites to win the Super Bowl. Right. Um, they played a game against the Ravens, uh, which I believe was a divisional championship game or the or the um, divisional playoff game. Right. Um, some statistics for the game. So, George on the Titans, the Ravens are their opposition. Mm-hmm. Titans are the favourites. Titans, 317 yards. Ravens, 134. Mm-hmm. Titans, 23 first downs. Ravens, 6. Titans, 42, uh, excuse me, 40 minutes, 29 possession. Ravens, 19 minutes, 3 possession. Mm-hmm. Titans lost 24 10. What? They absolutely <laughs> dominated the game, but lost quite badly. And the very last bit where they wow. could have had a pretty good opportunity to tie it up mm. uh, when it was, uh, let's see, um, 17-10. Yep. A pass went to Eddie George. He went for the grab, tipped it up in the air, bobbled it. It got caught by Ray Lewis, who ran it in for a 50-yard intercepting touchdown. Wow. And put him up 14, yard, yeah, 14 yeah. points. Yeah. So that was within the last two minutes of the game. Wow. Okay. So basically, Eddie George got the got the uh, cover and then sealed their fate. Man, pretty much sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next, two thousand two, Dante Culpepper. You'll see that this doesn't. We're only in two thousand (laughs) two. Culpepper entered the season uh, as the QB on one of the most. Excuse me, his beard quite Mm. gassy. Is the the quarterback on one of the most sort of explosive offenses ever seen in the league. Mm-hmm. He threw 33 touchdowns, uh, 11 wins, five losses. Um, it was it was an amazing season prior to the cover. Mm. He got the cover. Um, he took an injury pretty early on and lost six games. Um, right. Like he couldn't play for six games. Yeah. Um, and then he, the games he started, he only won four, lost seven. And Mm. score only 14 touchdowns in the rest of his season. Wow. But through 13 interceptions. Oh, my God. Which is a pretty shocking (laughs) touchdown to interception ratio. Especially, yeah, considering he threw 33 touchdowns the season before. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely destroyed his um, season. And, yeah, kind of never really recovered from that. Yikes. 2003. Marshall Falk, running back. Five straight 1,000-yard seasons. Uh, and three 1,300-yard seasons as a running back. Mm -hmm. He was the obvious choice for the cover. He was just a monster of the game. Yeah, those are big numbers. Yeah, fantastic numbers. Um, Got an ankle injury pretty early on in the season, had to miss two games. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, no, two games, that's not too bad. But most other games, he kind of hobbled off the field towards the end. He couldn't finish a game usually, um, and literally never topped 1,000 yards again in his career. And ended the career three, four years later with a sub-300-yard zero touchdown season. Yikes.
1: Yep. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. So it basically just, like, we're, get we're, the cover, ruin your life. And we're currently up to, what, 2003? Yeah. I'm already so sad. <laughs> yeah. It's actually genuinely quite depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2004, Michael Vick. You may or may not know that now. Yeah.
1: Was he the one caught up in, like, dog fighting?
0: Yes, he was. Yeah. He was one of the best QBs to ever play the game. Yeah, He was insanely yeah. good. And then
1: it turns out he was fighting dogs for money. Yeah. Um, well, no, he, he wasn't. He was making dogs fight dogs. <laughs> <Just> punching <laughs> dogs. I would watch that, to be honest. I'd watch it once just to see what it looks like. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I'd delete that search history. That's
0: what Incognito Browser's for. Yeah. Um, so the day after Madden released, he, the day after, he broke his fibula and missed 11 games.
1: Which one's a fibula? Uh,
0: it's in your leg. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. Yep. Um, and then two seasons later, he we was caught for being part of a dog uh, dogfighting ring. There you go. Um, and interestingly, 2004 was the first year that people started to say maybe there's a curse on being on Madden. Well,
1: considering every
0: year up to that point, yeah, it's six years yeah. running. Yeah.
1: Like I, I was starting to do that math at two or three mm-hmm. of like, yep. well, maybe there's this, maybe there's that. And I'm thinking about potential reasons yeah. psychologically why that might be happening. So
0: we will go into that a little yes, bit. I've got, got sure. some, I've got some theories. Sure. Um, so um, 2005, Ray Lewis, who you may recognize as of. the man who scored the interception touchdown on Marshall, on Marshall Falk and mm. won the game yep. um, two years previously. Uh, I've just got here. Yes, that Ray Lewis, yeah. the undoing of Eddie George. Yes. Uh, and I realized it wasn't Eddie George. Yes, it was. Yeah. Never mind. Um, uh, so broke his yist. La, 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 la. Broke his yist. Yeah. Bro- broke- Where in
1: your body is your yeast? <laughs> <laughs> I have a yeast
0: infection. <laughs> Any whom? Um, yes. So broke his wrist the year he was on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and he missed only one game. Which is like, that's pretty good. That's okay. But didn't get a single interception all year for the first year in his career. Yep. Um, next year, he missed 10 games with a thigh injury. Mm. And um, not really related, but kind of still interesting, is that five years earlier, um, he was intimately, and I mean, quite intimately involved with a double murder. Um, not related to the curse, but still...
1: Um. You got any more information on that? Yeah, basically. How involved was
0: he? He and two um, friends were in an altercation. Hmm. I believe it was an altercation. Two men got stabbed and died. And nobody got put away for it. Uh. The two men were acquitted. And he pled uh, not guilty and was um, also acquitted. I think he was given um, some time for he was a slap on the yeast <laughs> yeah i think he was given a like some community service for something right. like uh, uh, for aggravated assault or something like right. that it was it was kind of mad but yeah right. like he was wearing a white suit on the night and it was never recovered and stuff like this it was, who wears a white suit um 2005 era ray lewis well 2000 era ray lewis yeah Um, All right. well maybe I
1: don't feel so bad about him getting afflicted by the curse
0: Nah, not so much (laughs)
1: Uh, 2006,
0: Donovan McNabb, quarterback Um, Um, I've heard of that now In the preceding seasons, he went to the playoffs five times with the Philadelphia Eagles Mm -hmm. Got a hernia in game one, missing seven games had a very very public feud with teammate Terrell Owens and went from five-time pro bowler to never being selected for pro bowl again pro bowl is like when you're selected to if you're not going to the super bowl you're selected to appear in like basically a
1: exhibition match that's for, yeah and yeah yeah, it's just like five
0: times running to never again yeah it's
1: basically just like you pick the stars from all over the competition outside of the two teams in the super bowl right and they go play in Hawaii yeah, the week before the Super Bowl, which is pretty rad. Yeah, it's pretty wicked. Yeah,
0: it's basically a big exhibition game, so they do like yeah. the maddest stuff. They always yeah. go for like crazy shit.
1: It's like you've seen the AFL All Stars game that they do right before the Grand Final, where it's like all these old retired former players. No, is it good? N- well, no, because they haven't played in fucking decades. <laughs> yeah. But it's like that if you <laughs> probably u- watching them. It's like that if you used current stars.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like. Have you ever watched? Um, I'm not an NBA fan. I don't think you are either. Uh, not not overly
1: you've seen I, the slam dunk competition yes i've seen some of that stuff will just like pop up on my youtube recommendations of like watch this guy who just did all these crazy slam dunks and then yeah. i will watch them because hell amazing. yeah you will yeah. wow sorry i got I jumped over an entire car it was nuts yeah, sick yeah <laughs> <laughs> they drove a car onto the basketball court to do that <laughs> It was pretty wild i like the idea that maybe someone
0: just missed the turn. and they were like wait, wait wait leave it there yeah no this this will work <laughs> i got something Um, So yeah, um, I mean, the the Eagles continue to be fairly successful, but um, yeah, Mm. McNabb was kind of done at this point. We are only at 2007. I know. Sean Alexander, running back, Um, 28 touchdowns the season he was before he was given the cover, Mm -hmm. an absolutely insane number for a running back. Um, Broke his foot in week three, Um, uh, but also that same week broke a... Uh team touchdown record with 102 touchdowns in that for that team. Right. Okay. Yeah. His, his tier of that team. Right. But yeah, like yeah. I say, he'd done 28 the week before uh, the, yeah. the year. Cause before. like a, cause
1: a normal NFL season is what? Like 18 games or something like that. Uh, it's 16 games. Cause I remember like one year, the Patriots were going into the Super Bowl 18 and oh. Yeah. So it's like, uh, a, it's around those sort of numbers, uh, right? Like...
0: Hmm. Have the Patriots ever done an unbeaten season?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was like uh, mid-2000s or something. They were going into the Super Bowl undefeated, and then they lost to the Giants.
0: Uh, so they've lost to the Giants a couple... Ah, uh, oh, look. My my knowledge anyway, isn't that good, but yeah. Anyway. So they um, went through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah but the, the point I was going to
1: make is like, you're talking about, you know, sort of 18 to 20 games a season, and they're doing, what, like 28 touchdowns in a season. Yeah, if you, get, if you get a
0: touchdown a game average, you're doing that's right. great. Yeah. If you get two touchdowns a game average... That's insane. Mm. Um, so yeah, for him to get twenty eight is like Large. it's mental. Yeah. Um, so he played a few standout games that season and did break a record of Barry Sanders um, mm-hmm. with most games with a more than ten yard run, okay. which sounds like a small thing to do, but it's actually quite quite significant. Yeah, because
1: like most most of NFL offense is just like attrition. You're just throwing yourself at the other team and yeah. maybe moving forward inches at a time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And to, and to record a, a plus 10-yard run every single game for mm. such a long streak is very impressive. Yeah. Um, however, his production declined. He scored only seven touchdowns that season, going mm-hmm. from 28 down to seven, mm-hmm. then down to five the following season and none in the next, and then he retired. Wow. However, does have nine children. So at least he's been consistent in that end zone. That's
1: a lot. <laughs> consistent in that end zone.
0: We wrote down last night, had a real good chuckle. Um, nine kids, and apparently he and his wife are both very outspoken Christians.
1: Right. That uh, yeah, that that joke had a real delayed reaction on me because I like said my thing and I was like, Oh, oh, that's what you said? Hey. <laughs> that's
0: very good. Dick. <laughs> um, he would know. Yeah. Two thousand eight, Vince Young, quarterback. He was voted Rookie of the Year in his first season and a pro bowler. He was a huge rising star. Wow. Yeah. He threw... Um, uh, sorry, he got the cover. And I'm not going to go with his previous stats because they're not so exciting, mm-hmm. even though he was obviously doing very well. What was more interesting was that the year he got the cover, he threw nine touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Oh, no. Injured his quad, missed a game, got put on suicide, watched, and was dropped by the end of the year. Oh, my God. It was a nightmare season for Vince yeah. Young. Like, from literally the highest, like, honours you can get without winning the Super Bowl. Because
1: you've you've just said he's gone Rookie of the Year one year.
0: And Pro Bowl the same year. But that
1: means that was his first year playing professionally. Yeah. And then the
0: next year this happens. I believe it was the next year, yes. Wow. It was uh, quite something. That's
1: some whiplash on that.
0: Yeah, right. That's, um... Yeah, if you think people like um, Baker Mayhew, this is for the football fans out there, Mm. and... um, I suddenly forgot everybody's name. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, those guys. If you you think there's been some rookies in recent years that have had standout opening seasons and then shit house, go back to Vince Young. Yeah. Um, Possibly one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, considered to be like the best quarterback to have ever played at Green Bay, even considering Aaron Rodgers, was Brett Favre. I know that man. Yeah. So 2009, Brett Favre got the cover. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was... Essentially, what looked like to be finishing up uh, his insane career at Green Bay, everyone assumed he'd retire, and the cover was kind of a tribute. People people were talking about Brett Favre retiring for many years before he actually did. Yes. He has
1: retired, right? He this has point? retired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just like, I'm not actually sure.
0: So they gave him the cover in his Green Bay uniform, and they were like, this is kind of a, this is a tribute to and Brett what, Favre's insane career. What, what year was that? This is
1: 2009 okay um, that might have been around the time like I was still playing these video games so I'm like starting to picture some of the covers again okay, as yes, we're sweet. catching up to
0: that yeah taking home. nice. Yeah. Um, instead of retiring he decided to move to the Jets mm. um, yes he did he injured his bicep lost four of his last five games of the season and threw a record interception high of 22 interceptions wow or NFL record that's not a record you want no it's not yeah um so. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna flash forward, and by that I mean move to the next year to 2010, the first year with multiple players on the cover. Right. We had uh, Troy uh, Polamalu, mm-hmm. who was a strong safety defensive mm-hmm. player, and Larry Fitzgerald, a wide receiver. Um, two phenomenal players the previous years, and Larry Fitzgerald continues to be a like even in this day and age he's considered to be a great uh, wide receiver. Right. Okay. Um. He's slowed down in recent years, but still. Well, um, the, the curse had to split itself amongst two people, so it's a lesser
1: of an effect.
0: Well, after <laughs> being on the cover, Palamalu only, uh, uh Polamalu, I think is pronounce it, only played five games after numerous knee injuries. No, oh, no, and uh, his team, the Steelers, did not even make the playoffs after winning the Super Bowl the previous year. Right, and did they, did anything happen to the other guy? Um, Larry Fitzgerald suffered a rib injury in the post in the playoffs and missed the entire postseason. Ah. Uh. Yep. So it split it a yeah. little half and half there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, still, thinking, but n- neither
1: of them got the full effect of the curse. No, absolutely not. And at this point, we haven't missed a year, right? Like the curse has happened every year to some extent. Yep. Yeah. Wow. We get
0: some way in before it misses a year. Wow.
1: Um,
0: 2011, Drew Brees, and another of like the greatest quarterbacks that have ever played the game. Yeah. Um, I don't like him, and I've never worked out why. I just can't stand him. I think it's because the Saints. Roundly thrashed the Niners for years. That might be something to do with it. Something to do with that. Yeah. Um, Drew Brees played an incredible season for the most part, as usual. Mm-hmm. However, he did throw 22 interceptions, which was a career and franchise record, okay. um, which sucks. And was also Brett Favre's previous uh, right. NFL record. But obviously mm-hmm. someone else threw more than that in the time. Mm-hmm. And then they also lost in the playoffs to the Seattle Seahawks who was the only team to ever make the playoffs in NFL history with a losing record. Wow. Okay. At this point, the Saints were the biggest, strongest favorites in mm. playoff history. Wow. And they lost the Seahawks. <laughs> so, <laughs> bit of a shit out yeah, here. yeah. But I also think that might have been the... 2011, so... Was that the first year Russell Wilson was playing? I don't know. No, he's still a bit young. Maybe not. I don't know. Ah. 2012. Mm-hmm. Running back Peyton Hillis. Okay. Um, had a sixteen hundred yard year the year before, which is fucking mental. Yeah, he ran a lot. Yeah. I mean that's combined yards to receiving as well, but whatever. Yeah. Um, missed six games due to an injury, dropped to sub seven hundred yards, and was dropped by the Browns, wow. eventually sliding into obscurity.
1: Yep. I, I'd never heard of him, and that's like a recent sort of name.
0: Yeah, he was—he was—he um he was considered to be a bit of a kind of like an obscure one-hit wonder because he had such an insanely good career, and then just went disappeared. Yeah, yeah, but it was like two, one or two seasons of just like unbelievable destruction. Wow. Yeah. Twenty thirteen decided to take a break from what being cursed oh (laughs) not the game the game (laughs) continued but um i forgot to write who's on 2013 cover but they don't matter for this episode they got lucky
1: nothing happened to them Mm
0: -hmm. wow actually do you know 2013 might have been the year that they had tom brady on the cover yeah the man with the most charmed life in the world yeah
1: that might be something to do with why nothing happened yeah is that he literally gets everything handed to him yeah
0: yeah 2014 adrian peterson running back Mm mm-hmm so the curse skipped a year, but it jumped back in in style. Oh, boy. It, it was charging up. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was charging its laser. It was oh. doing um, solar flare. Good. Thanks. Yep. Pokemon. Football. So, <laughs> Never the twain should meet. Um, well,
1: anyway, yeah. keep going. Tell me about this curse.
0: Uh, so Peterson had had six 1,000-yard seasons, and <laughs> two years previously, he'd had a 2,000-yard season. It was... A, it was mm. it, it, it was just unbelievable. Yeah, he missed all but one game after being indicted on child abuse charges after oh. disciplining his child with a switch.
1: Wait, wait hang on, disciplining with a switch,
0: um, a piece of wood basically, oh, like a, okay. a, a branch, right? Yeah, because so, so,
1: like all I could think of was like either a Nintendo Switch, which didn't exist, or a light switch, which is. Like, quite a small thing.
0: I want to turn that on and off a million times. <laughs> Not
1: my finger, father.
0: It uh, comes back with a nub. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so man. he missed all but one game because of that. But, you know, did hit his child. And, like, there were injuries on the child's, like... It was, like... I read it was, like, um, there were marks from, like, where he'd whipped him. Yeah. On his legs, uh, hips, buttocks, and genitals. And I was, like,
1: ooh! Yeah. Also, I'm going to say, like... Don't he kids. Well, yes, oh. that should go without saying. Hit him but, a little bit. Well, within reason. Um, this whole like Madden's the Madden curse, like that's just a crime that the man committed. That's got nothing to do with it. Well, it's yes. just when you put it next to everything else, it's like ah, it's just his life turned to shit.
0: Stop ruining it. <laughs> um, strangely enough, the year before his son had died after being abused by uh, the son's mother's live-in boyfriend.
1: Oh my God, come on.
0: But Peterson had never met his son, yeah. and only found out he was the father weeks before the kid died. Oh my God. Which, that's pretty horrible.
1: Yeah, okay. That sucks. That's different.
0: Yeah. 2015, skipped a year. That might have been the Brady year, who knows? Yeah. 2016, Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver. Yeah. He's quite famous, yeah. you might know him. Yeah. yeah. Um played
1: for the Giants for a while. He's yes. He's recently moved to... I don't remember.
0: Go on, you get this and I'll go buy you a pint. I can't it's on me.
1: Is it the 49ers? It's not.
0: I can't remember. It's the Cleveland Browns. Yes. I know it was never part of the argument or arrangement, but now you have to buy me a pint. Okay. Oh, okay, thanks. No, it's just probably not. I feel awkward. Um, <laughs> so OBJ's getting an honorable mention because he does continue to dominate um, until this year because he's now part of the Browns. Yeah. and their shit yeah. and he at the beginning of the year said we're going to the Super Bowl this year idiot yeah
1: <laughs> it's the Browns
0: um, what
1: so, kind of name is
0: the Browns apparently it's a kind of dog the Cleveland Browns oh also the the Miles Garrett from the Browns this week has been suspended indefinitely for tearing off the helmet of somebody Carl Rudolph and hitting him with I it I
1: did see a picture of that it's actually wild. it was just like someone wearing no helmet and the other one holding it back in his hand but was, he's about to mash his face in with it
0: in all fairness Rudolph also tried to take uh, Garrett's helmet off first oh so like well. no one's innocent in this <laughs> okay um, so the whole thing's a fucking mess yes um, still entertaining yeah but yeah, so like the Browns have been kind of shit and Beckham's um, production this year has been pretty poor yeah. and um, the Browns are where they belong back towards the bottom of the table. So, yeah. but, so he was on the cover. Did anything happen to him? Nah. Except recently this. being <laughs> so traded to the Browns. Suck shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, admittedly, the Giants have not had a good season in a little while, even with Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of problems with the Giants. Mm. Uh, 2017. Gronk. Rob Gronkowski. Yes. Tight end. First tight end to appear on the cover. Mm -hmm. Um, after coming off a double-digit touchdown season and arguably probably the top tight end in the league, Mm -hmm. he missed most of the first four games of the season with a hamstring injury Mm -hmm. um, and eventually only had six starts due to a herniated disc and has since retired. Right. Which everybody else can breathe a sigh of relief for, but also, like, kind of sad because he was brilliant, but also good because he was on the Patriots. Yes. No one likes the Patriots. No. No. The man you of American football.
1: Uh... They feel like they're worse, though.
0: Oh, they are. Yeah. Their founder, their owner, Robert Kraft, is a big Trump fan. As is Donald, as is um, Tom Brady. Yeah,
1: there's a whole bunch of really bad people involved with that team. Mm,
0: Also, statistically, the whitest team in the NFL. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And it shows. Yes, it does. 2018, skipped a year. Um, Okay. 2019, this is the longest one.
1: Oh, this is the one that this beer is named <laughs> this after? This is Antonio Brown. Yes.
0: Running back. And again, arguably the best running back in the league, if not of all time, wow. realistically. Okay. He is an insanely talented player. Mm. His career didn't exactly decline statistically. It's more that he's just a fucking end. Yeah. Um, <sighs> he caused huge issues in the Steelers organization before he left, including throwing furniture out of his apartment window, nearly hitting a 22-month-old child. He was caught doing 100 miles per hour, that's 160K, on a suburban highway. He had a terrible relationship with the Steelers' front and back office and requested a trade. He proposed to be traded to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Excuse me, they proposed trade to the Buffalo Bills, but he actively protested about it on social media. Then he threatened to retire from football if he couldn't wear his old helmet. Um, He stopped turning up to practice at the Raiders when they picked him up. He recorded an argument with the head coach of the Raiders, John Gruden, and and posted it on social media, an argument on the phone right um dropped by the raiders and denied all contract wages as well as being t- fined $25,000 um was picked up by the patriots and dropped when he was accused of sexual assault and rape by a former trader and a trainer and then a second unnamed woman was a, uh, and a second unnamed woman sorry and he was accused of also sending one of them intimidating messages after the accusations and was fired wow he now languishes in football jail which is where people who are Bigger assholes than the rest of the NFL somehow go to die, and I hope he stays there. Antonio Brown does not deserve a place in the NFL. Antonio Brown is scum. When you say
1: football jail, he's not in actual jail.
0: No, unfortunately not yet.
1: But he's just—is he on a team anymore? Cause no, I mean, the Pats dropped him. Yeah, because I remember like he went to the Patriots and then very quickly after left oh. after all of that. Like it was a pretty quick turnaround. I yeah, because they fucked him off. Because even they wouldn't have him.
0: And the... there, there was a time in that. 80s how, or 90s, I how believe. How long
1: was he at the Steelers? wasn't years. Yes. He was um, at the Raiders for not very long. Right.
0: Um, he was at the Steelers for basically his entire career. Oh, okay. Uh, went to the Raiders for a very short period. Mm. Went to the Pats for like a week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember that. No, rem- no one
0: will touch him. He's, a, he's a, an incredibly poisoned chalice. I remember hearing about him around the time of the
1: Patriots stuff. Thinking because about, I remember uh, the name came up and then he left. And that's why I heard about it. Because it yeah. was like
0: a week. <laughs> so so he... um so. There was a time in the 80s I believe it was mm. where there was quite a lot of um players for the Raiders who were convicted felons? Yes. Or who were uh,
1: I I feel like I had I'd never heard that like directly or any of the or the accusations or anything but like I remember for some reason having that reputation in my head yeah, about them
0: because they, they had no real qualms about taking on people that no one else would touch. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. were fairly successful with it unfortunately Mm. as well but yeah no one does that anymore it's too damaging for the brand and also the nfl is not as strict as it should be but it's getting there
1: yeah but it's also quite a conservative organization in a lot of ways
0: yeah uh, yeah and then in other ways really should be more conservative yeah Mm. anyway um and then we reach this year 2020 patrick Mm. mahomes uh quarterback for the kansas city chiefs right um had a phenomenal season previous year. Um, scored 50 uh, passing touchdowns wow. in the previous year. He did. He is my fantasy football um, quarterback, so oh, I'm you quite hopeful. Oh, you he man. No. Well, he injured, his we- he injured his knee, and that was in <laughs> about week six. <laughs> um, Shut up. And he was only out for about two, three weeks. Uh-huh. But for now, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and his performance is down mm. on last year, but like mm. I say, like he did score fifty touchdowns last year, yeah. And he has missed a few seasons and a few, uh I'll say, episodes, weeks, games, yeah. um, and it's only halfway through the year. A few episodes, so he of went, he went, <laughs> he went to the playoffs last year. So he's got, he's got time, mm. but we'll see. Yeah, I picked up Gardner Minshew just in case. Okay, who you might know as looking like Uncle Rico.
1: No, but I love that.
0: Oh. I'll show you some videos so like it's yeah, quite good. Um, so the point kind of is this. You don't make the cover unless you have an enormous season. Mm. That takes its toll on you physically, mm. as well as putting up numbers that you then have to try and match.
1: Yeah, but also, like, if you're at the top, it's quite hard to go further up. It's Absolutely. more likely that you will decline Absolutely. by statistics.
0: And to be that high, you have to have worked so hard. Mm. You you will be a wreck by the end of the season. Yeah. Um, so there's no real surprise if the next year is a nightmare mm. and another thing is that it's a target Yeah. as soon as you're on the cover
1: mm.
0: people it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy that people are like he's on the cover better target him Yeah. and then it's he's on the cover he's susceptible to the curse all you gotta do is hit him hard enough to yeah. go down with an or injury
1: it, like the other angle could be that it's happening within that player as well they're going oh I'm on the cover therefore I've been recognised and there's that extra pressure yes on, that you're putting on yourself as a player.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, there were certainly players that have not been on it, but that's usually not mm. the, the the players that the couple of years that it skipped. I yeah. would say that those players have not had like out of nowhere blowout seasons. They've yeah. been consistently good, and that's why they've been put on yeah, the cover. Yeah,
1: I, I want to say like I don't, I don't remember the, the years or the or the um, the seasons all that well, but I wouldn't be surprised if the year Tom Brady got put on was after they went eighteen and zero into the Super Bowl.
0: Uh, it, that's, no, that's it wasn't. Like a... It wouldn't have been that Yeah, His was like in the twenty teens, and it would mm. it would have been because he'd probably just picked up his fifth Super Bowl ring.
1: Yeah, it's 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 more like he's on there because of circumstance, and he's the name everyone knows from that team.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking we're wrong. As much as I hate the man, he deserves to be on the cover. He yes. is an insanely good quarterback. Yeah. No, he is the best quarterback. Mm that is the that yeah. is the result that's yeah, yeah. the that's the truth he yeah. is the best quarterback he's very track. good at that job yeah so he deserves to be on the cover mm. um i think it's the fact that he's been con- so consistently good for such a long time that they were never like put him on it was kind of like yeah the, a lot of people that make the cover have like rapid rises.
1: they they're the they're the like high outlier on the on the scale in terms of yeah. performance
0: yeah so like mahomes made it this year and he's been playing in the nfl for 2 seasons right so um Interestingly, in 2010, EA announced plans to develop a movie based on The Cursed. Really? What? Which would be a comedy uh, and not a Final Destination Fate-style horror. I, which, wa- I want what you just said. Yeah, I want the Final Destination one. Sounds so much better. But, but it would be like
1: they're trying to pick a cover athlete for one year. And then it happens so quickly, like they pick someone, they die in a Final Destination style scene, and then within, i love it, but it's like, but in football, yeah, but it's in the this, this, this span of a month where they're just trying to find someone that doesn't die when they put them on the cover.
0: So you also, you, we could combine the two. Yeah, I'm well into it. Yeah, wow. but yeah, that's so that, amazing. That's um, <laughs> yeah, that was the, the Madden Curse. Wow. I would watch that movie.
1: I I feel like at some point because it's happened nearly every year, and we're talking like what, 20 years? Yeah. And it's missed two? Yeah. That's almost 100%. Yes. Maybe just put a fucking football on the cover and leave it at that <laughs> forever.
0: <laughs> That's how you get Gate, Mike. Yes, well. There we go. That's a football joke. Yeah. If anyone likes football, this episode's been great for them. Yeah. Uh, except for my probably mashing of names and... Um, my lack of knowledge. Generally. Mine too. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was The Madden Curse. So... There's another thing to be known about John Madden and that is that he is a uh, a master of the malapropism and the okay. nonsense quote. Yes. So what I've done here Good. is written down some of um oh, yes. my favorite John Madden quotes that I found. Uh I'm not going to do the accent because no, I don't think no. that's an appropriate thing to do. Well, I also
1: don't think it necessarily adds anything to the joke. No. It's just the words.
0: Okay. Hey, the offensive linemen are the biggest guys on the field. They're bigger than everyone else, and that's what makes them the biggest guys on the field.
1: Yes. Welcome to Tautology Club, John Madden.
0: <laughs> oh, get used to that. Okay, good. Um, so, the, oh, that's what I was going to say earlier. So, there was one guy who was going to be who was, um, who was considered for the cover, and he turned it down. Yes. And his name was uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. Okay. And for some reason, it's disappeared from my notes, um, the information. Mm. But basically,. Um, um that was in 2008 Mm. and fans started a save lt from madden.com to express their concern he turned down and he said it was due to contract negotiations Uh Mm -hmm, mm uh-huh um john madden quote on ladenian thompson tomlinson there's a lot of letters in ladenian tomlinson
1: i mean sure there are
0: yeah there's just Yep. (laughs) Uh, The best way to gain more yards is to advance the ball down the field from the line of scrimmage. I mean, that's the only way, isn't it? (laughs) Yes.
1: What a fucking idiot.
0: If you lose your best cornerback and punter, I'd say that's a double loss. Correct.
1: In that there are two of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? See, well, you see, the thing is, he should have caught that ball, but the ball is bigger than his hands. (laughs) If this team doesn't put points on the board, I don't see how they can win.
1: Oh my God. That's like uh, my dad has this, like my dad's favorite joke if we're watching sport and the two teams are tied. He'll say another point each and they'll be equal. <laughs> oh.
0: It's like. Yes, but also ex- shut it's up. It's exactly that. <laughs> I love it. Um, so whenever you talk about a Mike Shanahan offense, you're always going to be talking about his offense. Yes. What?
1: <laughs> I have to like think I have to think through these statements two or three times before I'm like, yeah, he did just say that.
0: This is this is my favorite one because of the words he decides to use. Okay. Some yards is better than non yards. <laughs> Some yards is better than non yards.
1: Oh my god. You fat moron.
0: <laughs> here's a guy here's a guy who when he puts his contacts in, he can see better.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I put my pants on the same as everybody else, one leg at a time. Yeah, it's like that.
0: And then, really overarching John Madden quote: Yeah, usually the team that scores the most points wins the game.
1: <laughs> you fucking idiot! <laughs> ah,
0: and that's John Madden.
1: Ah, yes.
0: Ah. He was cursed by having half a brain
1: and knowing no words, <laughs>
0: <laughs> non-words. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Some yards is better than none yards. That's that, probably one of my favorite. Those favorites. are words to live by. <laughs> live by them, son.
1: Oh, my face hurts.
0: Yeah, mine too. Mine <laughs> oh.
1: Oh,
0: you know, think about it, I should have, should have sprinkled them out through the episode. That would have been quite fun. No, I like having them
1: all together <laughs> be right together by the
0: end. end. So that's the Madden curse. Um, <sighs> this is why I've um, refused to be on the cover. Yeah, of anything, That's including
1: good. our podcast, because what you're cursed enough already.
0: I'm not cursed. I live a great life. <laughs> let's be honest, my yeah. life is perfect. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's wrap it up, Mike. I, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm still like taking reeling
1: in. from those quotes a little bit. Uh, give me a give me a sec, and <sighs> I'm good. Yes.
0: All right, Mike, do you have anything to tell us? Because I think there's some social media stuff. Do I? (laughs) I always do it like that. And what might those ways be, Mike? Well,
1: if you're on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, uh, you can find us on all of those at Hebrew Podcast. Um, I would say probably we're most active on Instagram, but we tend to cross post a lot of stuff. It's a hard we. It's a royal we. Well, yes. Anyway. (laughs) we we put up stuff there like photos of the beers and occasionally some behind the scenes stuff, um, you know maybe we're out and about having a beer at a, at a local brewery we might we sounds might, like the kind of thing we do we might put those photos up, um, but yeah and then what else uh, if you want to get in touch with us you can you know use those social media platforms uh, or we've got the email address hello at heybrew uh, maybe you want to send us uh, thoughts feedback beer suggestions topic suggestions uh even just something to say hello please um, do i we'll, like emails yeah um and then yeah the website being zone. it's got links there to uh all the all the various different uh i guess podcast providers platforms whatever you want to call them um oh, well not all of them there's a lot of them but most of the big ones are on there if not there's just an rss feed and you can put it where you like <laughs> <laughs> right yep um yeah and i guess the other important thing for any fledgling podcast is itunes reviews um no no that's itunes and not apple podcasts they are weirdly disparate platforms despite being really the same thing
0: does my tits in yeah
1: um so it's it's a bit of work to do but if you go into into the itunes store itself and find the podcast on there and if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review that does a world of good for helping us get what we do out there to more people
0: it really does like we live and die on this stuff partly because we're attention whores and we desire it um but on that so for months now we've been saying we have one review yes um and, and know, we've been name checking matty d and i know heaps. why that is now <laughs> uh it turns out itunes is shite
1: well that's the no. reason it, it is Thank i don't you. like it but the, the problem with itunes reviews on our end is that We can only see, like, my account is set up in the Australia region, which means I can only for some reason see reviews left by users in the same region.
0: Because that's how the internet should work.
1: Yeah. Uh, So it turns out uh, there are services out there which will aggregate reviews for you across different regions. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to name check them because they like to send you emails and make you pay for that service, even though it's publicly uh, visible information. Uh, so we've done a little bit of looking, and we've found we've actually got five written reviews. Yeah,
0: total potentially more, but we well, see five.
1: Yeah, I can I can see five right right here in front of me. So as we promised in many previous episodes, we're going to read them out now. Um, so yeah, like we said, shout out to Maddie D for leaving us one a little while ago.
0: Really appreciate it. Yeah, um, next one is a shout out to Jake. Boley, Bailey, Jake Bowley. Jake Bowley uh, was my younger brother's friend growing up and is very, very funny on Facebook and no. I'm a big fan of him. Um, he amuses me immensely. Jake the snake. What a legend. Oh no, it was shaky Jake. That was his shaky name. Jake. Shaky Jake. Uh, yeah. what a guy. Thank you for leaving us a review.
1: Yeah. So this comes to us from the great Britain iTunes region. It does. Uh, all the way back in August It turns out. Yep. Sorry about that. Um, Title of the review, no froth, baby. And then the body of the, the, body of the review, it's five stars, I will mention. Uh, but it just says, it's well good. And I like that.
0: <laughs> I, I, I like I like how uh, succinct it is. Yeah. Uh, next
1: one, also from the Great Britain iTunes region. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going back to September with this one. Uh, the username here, I'm just going to read it out because I don't know who it is. Tell you what, it, it, is it the I, one? I, it's jsb nine nine two eight
0: seven four eight four nine four. I'm assuming that's John Black, Um, my Welsh friend who corrected me on my pronunciations in another episode, but great snappy username there, John. Um, Thanks, darling, for the review. Really really
1: easy to pronounce all those numbers back to back. Uh, Title of the review, five stars again, so thanks for that. Uh, Storytelling with beer, nothing not to love. Uh, John, assuming it's John, writes, uh, great podcast It is really easy to listen to. The guys have fun telling interesting stories. We do, Mm -hmm. on both counts. Uh, relating to the beers being featured. Really easy to listen along, and imagine you are sat next to them in a bar.
0: John, get over here and, and, and be S- on an episode. Sit next to us in my house. Yeah. Do what we do.
1: It's funny, actually, like I was talking to a couple of people at MateFest yesterday about the podcast. Obviously, it comes up in that nice. kind of
0: environment. We need business cards. <laughs> yeah,
1: actually. Um, And I was basically explaining, you know, the vibe is basically you and I would usually just go to a bar and chat shit for hours, and it's kind of like replicating that into microphones.
0: Pretty much. Yeah
1: um do you want to read the next one
0: i mean i can do yes
1: yeah it's well it just feels weird if i read it based on what's in the review you'll need to pass it to me (laughs) yes because i I thought i thought you had it but here we go no well no on uh, your phone i closed it already yeah yeah this
0: is beer banter brilliance from perpetually in new zealand so i kind of assumed it was one of your mates but actually i have no idea could be someone from work i don't recognize this username an easy listening podcast that combines accurate beer reviewing with fun-filled fact-finding. Which was fun to say. Mm. Full stop. Mike's also a babe. XOXO.
1: <laughs> that's why I didn't want to read it myself. That would feel really... If st- that
0: is you, please let me know who you are because we're really intrigued.
1: I thought you were talking to me. I was like, I'm not going to write that myself. <laughs> <Am> I might, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One comes next week from E Spirit. No, wait, that's 12 Elliot S. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the many Elliots. Elliot is well cool, you <laughs> know. Um, I'm going to read the last one as well. Yeah, you might as well. Uh, another five star review from K Cookie Two. Hop to it! Beer stories, accents accurate, and regular Simpsons references. <laughs> we haven't had one this. Oh, we have. No, yeah, we we have. Atlanta Falcons many times. Um, mm-hmm. Should be expected. And then the okay hand emoji, which mm. I love. I use that for when things are great, and I think they're okay. I think they're great. Yes. So I'm taking that as a great. Thanks for that, Kate. Mm. Hypothetically, I assume it's yes. Kate.
1: <laughs> yes, hypothetically. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. so that's uh, an update on
0: the reviews we missed. Yeah, really, really sorry. Yeah. It's taken us months to realize we're idiots. But now we know where to find them, so we we'll look. What's about it is that someone's like, I left you a review. I've left you the same review again. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. That's, uh, that's why I wanted to do this now. Uh, just in case people are out there going, fucking shut up about reviews. I wrote you one.
0: So we've had the trifecta almost. So we've had we've had people on the podcast. Yep. We've had reviews. Yep. We've had an, an email. I would like more of those. Yes. And what I want next is a beer recommendation. Yes. Better great. I think Jordan has probably given me one. Okay. I need to scroll back through our chat. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot of nonsense. So <laughs> Okay. shout out to JT. <laughs> yeah. And his Jordan Tinker, by the way, is making a um movie accurate replica, including the exact model of Jeep of the Jurassic Park Jeep.
1: Oh very yeah, you it. did show me that. That's quite so something.
0: Good. Yeah. All right. Well, look, I can't think of anything else worth saying.
1: I, I think we're good.
0: All yeah. right. This has been Heybrew. I've been Elliot. And I've been Mike. Cheers.
1: Cheers. That was very high pitch. It was. I didn't mean it to be. But that's what we're going with. oh dear. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, do you want fries with that? <laughs> That's another Simpsons reference. Oh, oh God. I
0: have lost my mouth. Entirely.
1: Do you have a drinking problem?
0: I've never seen airplane. You should. Mm. I feel like you like it. Mm. Uh.
1: Oh, I don't have a drinking problem. I'm fucking good at it. Yeah, I'm fucking great at it. Uh.